Consent Form Clause 2. A player who refuses to play will be eliminated. Consent Form Clause 3. If the majority agrees to stop playing, the games are allowed to end. Or am I wrong? You are correct. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, David. And I'm Wolfie. Hey, yay. Um, uh, it's just the two of us again today. But, uh, so you watched uh, Squid Game Episode 2, huh? Yes, I did. And I found it really very interesting. The The one guy that actually read the contract, well, the main character's friend that went to the, the big prestigious university, right? Actually, actually read the contract that they signed and said that if everybody agrees to quit playing the game, if a majority of people could, you know, agree to quit playing the game, then the games will cease and everyone goes home. Right. Uh, they just they they just ran that out to the last minute to where the the one guy with the brain tumor is the last vote, and uh, he goes up and votes to send everybody home. So the people that don't want to play anymore win. Right. And they send everybody back home, and they send everybody back back home to their miserable lives that they had before, and all the trouble and everything that they they were having. And by the end of the episode, they were all willing to go back and start playing again. Yeah, well, some I'm, for well, various, not, some for some for different reasons. Like right. I think the main character, I think that his whole reason to go back was that he was trying to help the police. Who? But, no. Uh, what's that? No, he he refused to help. Did he? Yeah. Remember, because when the, uh, the detective came and uh, talked to him about it, that's what the detective wanted. And he told him that there was nothing he could do to help him. Now, he, he's going back yeah. for purely selfish reasons. Um, because, you, remember when he went... Yes, but when he got in the van and drove away, the cop that wanted to help him, or wanted him to help him, right. was in the car behind him and started following the van. Right, but he doesn't know that. No. Nah. No, nah, he was just... Uh, um, he knew he had something to do with it, so he was just, you know, following. I thought I had, I thought I had missed something because I do remember him saying that there was nothing he could do to help. Yeah, no. But I thought I had missed something. No, it's uh, just that he knew in that episode because I thought that somewhere they decided that yeah, I'm going to help you because, like I said, the cop starts following the van. Right. No, he he was just on his own. <clears throat> he figured that he was his only link to it because he where he had found in his brother's room in his brother's apartment. Um, uh, 
one of those cards with the symbols on it. So he mm-hmm. knew what the story he, that he was telling, because when he first came into the police station, you know, that's what he was telling him with that policeman, just kind of blew it off as it, he didn't know anything about it. Or, you know, he thought it was ridiculous sounding, but... Well, my thing is, is will those people eventually be brought back in the next episode? Now, we can't answer that yet because I haven't watched the next episode yet. So let's keep that. I have watched the next episode. I can't answer that, but I'm not going to. Um, Don't. Don't. Leave that for a surprise. See, I don't have the willpower that you do. So uh, I've already finished the series. (laughs) (laughs) Because every episode, every episode just reels you in just a little bit more and a little bit more, and uh, yes, the 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 storyline and the the way that they're shooting the video and everything, it's like I said, it's it's top notch. I mean, and it does. It's got this way of just sucking you in deeper into the story, you know. But I'm I'm like I'm trying to space it out a little bit so that you know i'm watching an episode here and maybe i ought not do that because like i said maybe i should just binge it no that's fine for the for the show for the show um it's 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 probably better that you don't know everything because maybe you'll hold me honest if i accidentally let some little because sometimes the the where one episode ends and one episode begins some of those lines get blurred um, so if I say something that you're like, uh, no, that doesn't, I don't remember that. Um, then we'll, we'll recap it to see, maybe I'm letting mm-hmm. something sneak in. But, but. it's a, a very interesting. And I like kind of the way that the, uh, the old man with the brain aneurysm and, and the main character, of this two sixty nine or whatever his number was four sixty nine, whatever. I don't know. Which the one? main guy with with the, the 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 daughter. Oh, Gihan. They run into each other. Yeah, yeah. they run into each other at a uh, what looks appears to be like a little convenience store kind of thing. Yeah, Gihan's four fifty six. They sit down. They have a nice little conversation. They have, you know, I think they're sharing some sake or something. Right. I don't know. You know, some kind of liquor, some kind of alcohol. Yeah, and a little and bit of ramen. And, but yeah, Il, Ilnam is the old man's name. The number one, yeah, Ilnam. But yeah, he says he's going back. Just <clears throat> well, he's dying anyway, so it's kind of like uh, right. He enjoyed. He enjoyed. So he like really go, enjoyed playing I'm the go games back because I, I may win, and in which case I can leave money right to my family, right? Yeah, you know, which makes sense for him. But all these other people, and then the guy that uh, his mother has the the fish store. The cops are looking for him. So I'm thinking he's probably going back just to get away from the law. Yeah, Sang Wu. Um, Plus, if he wins, then he can pay off all these problems that he's had. Right, because, yeah, you notice as soon as he got back off of the island, back into the real world, yeah, his phone was like bing, 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 bing. You know, mm-hmm. every all the debt collectors, all the, the police trying to get him to turn himself in, you know, um, everybody was after him. Um, oh, yeah. So he uh, he's like, yeah, I need to do something to... To try to stave this off, yeah. In which I think his his motivation is he's going to go back. He's hoping he can win, so that you know he can then basically pay off all of his debts and come out in the clear and say, "Look, see, I wasn't actually cheating the people. 
I was just, you know, I had some things working here and there, you know, and it just needed to all come to fruition, which is what I was waiting for, you know. Yeah. But the main character, he's, like I said, he's, he's complicated. I like him. I'm not really sure what his motivation is. Uh, I'm thinking it's probably the reason he's going back is for the, uh, is to, to win or in the hopes of winning so that he'll have a crap ton of money. And if he wants to either petition the courts for his, you know, for the full custody of his daughter or just to be able to follow them to America. Right. Either way. I'm thinking either one of those scenarios are probably, you know, what he's got in mind. It's not clear, at least not for me yet, which which is his motivation. But I do believe it has to do with mostly his daughter. Yeah. Yeah, because he he uh, ends up going back to their house. Yeah, is when he you know talks to. Uh, the wife again it was when they well they argue again i don't know if they talked but you know she's talking about giving more of a backstory on him that you know he wasn't even there for you know the birth of the daughter you know Mm -hmm. and he tells the story about his co-worker dying at work and he had to be there for yeah and i mean there's there's some motivation with trying to help his mom too, because she, they say she's got the diabetes and her, she needs to be operated on because her feet. Yeah. And so, he's. I don't think he's a totally cold, heartless individual because I think he does care about his mom. He's just in a situation where he can't help her, then he does want to. Right. So there's that motivation too. So and we meet uh, a little bit more on uh, him. Duck Sue. Duck Sue. He was the criminal, right? He ended up yeah. getting, he goes, getting uh, attacked by the first is yeah, his own his own guy kinda turned on him. Mm-hmm. You know, because he, he had made up a plan that hey, well we're gonna go because they're they've got billions of you know, one on the on well where he knows that they have it. I I don't know if they realize that they're on an island or they just know they were somewhere. But they, uh, you know, he realizes they, they've got all this money there. And he's like, in the van, when they come to pick us up, there's only the one guy driving. So, he, you know, he's telling his guy that we're going to go, you know, rob him. We're going to go, we take out that one guy, and then we can go follow the rest of them, and then we can take them, go steal all the money. But then his guy double-crosses him. and Because mm-hmm. the other mob was... Uh, he owes more money to them, I guess. So. Well, yeah, he was gambling in, yeah. I think, the Philippines. Yeah, I think that's what he said, yeah. And so he owes those people a lot of money. So did they actually get I remember he jumped off the bridge. Right, no, they don't get to him. He is, you know, he... Uh, he did escape. He gets, escapes, and, but shows up in time to get picked up in the van. Yeah, so he does go back. Yeah, and then the, uh, the, the North Korean defector girl the pickpocket yes we learn a little bit more of her backstory she's number 67 sabiak but yeah she goes and you see her little bit of backstory where you know she she's talking to her brother 
is when it's kind of what gets her convinced that she needs to go back in the month to get the money <clears throat> because their mother is there. She's trying to get her mother here. And I guess the guy that they hired or that she paid and hired to bring her mother there, um, pretty much just robbed, stole her money. And he was like, you know, what he say? Well, it was only going to get her to China anyway. But uh, so that's when she, you know, throws the coffee on him and pulls a knife on him, you know, threatening him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, then she so she goes back. Well, they're coming to the realization that uh, even though it was bad in the game. And like I said, they wrote that contract intentionally vague. Right. You know, so but they've seen the big pile of money that was left over. And they're like, hmm, you know, if I were to go back and win, it would solve a whole lot of my problems. It's not going to solve all their problems. Right. But it might solve some of them. And then we learn a little bit of, uh, what's his name, uh, Ali, Ali Abdul. Him, mm-hmm. he, uh, <laughs> oh, I thought that his little segment there, when he went to talk to his former boss, and his former boss got his hand caught in that roller machine. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Ah. That just, oh, that hurts me just even thinking about it. Yeah, they, but he got the money. You know, he's like, oh, you owe me money where I've worked for you. And dude had a big envelope of money, and he wasn't going to share it with anybody. No. And he wasn't paying yeah, it. He, he hadn't been paying any of his workers. Yeah, that's what. No. Uh-uh. But he'd been making money somehow because, like I said, he's got a big envelope full of money just sitting on his desk. But he wasn't paying nobody. He was basically lining his own pockets. And I don't I give a crap about anybody else. As long as my wallet's fat, that's all that matters. Right. I mean, we see all of them uh, wanting to go back. Or I don't know if you use the word want to go back. But like we said the last episode, talking about their desperation or how they feel is desperation. That they need to do something um, thinking that that money is going to be the solution. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, of course, I don't know how to translate into whatever their currency is into dollars to be able to tell you what they're talking about is a, I mean in their culture it is a substantial amount of money that they're they're going to right. get there uh, uh, but does how does that translate into like American dollars right I had that um, let's see the hundred million that each technically each player is worth a hundred million dollars or a hundred million won because um, mm-hmm. you remember they told them that if they vote to go back, then the deceased families, the families of the deceased will get their money, their share, because there's no winner right. in the game. Right. Um, that 100 million won is $84,000. So if you, and since there was 456 billion originally, um, that'd work out to, the total pot was $38 million would be for each player. That's, that's, that's where it's sitting right now? That would be if everybody but one died. Okay. For somebody to win the game, ultimately, that's what I guess it has to come down to. Or finish the game. So that is a substantial bit of money. Yeah, $38 million is a pretty winner. big chunk. Well, what were what, what would that work out to for uh, um, 84000 for uh, $1,191 $1, per dollar? So, like, when he would, what did he get? Uh, to get a ten thousand, or was that a hundred thousand dollar bill? 
Remember when he was betting it with the uh, the slap guy in the subway? Was that a hundred thousand mm-hmm. or ten thousand? I thought it was just a thousand dollar bill or a thousand one bill, and he had a stack of them. Well, a thousand would be less than a dollar, a U.S. dollar. I was thinking it was wow. like I was thinking it was like I was thinking it was a hundred thousand. So it'd be like a, a hundred bucks. Maybe, but I just I can't picture the how many zeros were on those bills. Yeah. Now. So it may have been ten thousand. I'm not sure, but that was the amount of money he tipped, wasn't it? The girl at the horse track too, or the offsite betting track. Mm-hmm. That he in episode one when he eventually went back and asked her for it back. Right. But yeah, so we learn a little bit about it's it's more episode two was more character development. Episode one to me was. Jihan's character development mostly and then the beginning introduction to the game and then episode two is character development for a lot of the main mm-hmm. people and then so we see that they're heading back um episode two how's in episode two ends is third the vans are driving off isn't it you see them and then the detectives following them is that when it fades like fades to black yeah there's so much more we need to talk about, but <laughs> well, we need to take it slow. We can't be right piling too much stuff in one episode. No, no, no. It definitely, it definitely gives you a lot about um, what people are willing to do for money. Yes, yes, it does. Because there's like the there's the girl, the pickpocket, and yeah. she did work for the. Uh, the 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 mafioso type guy yeah and then she went out on her own she went freelance and the guy didn't appreciate it and was trying to chase her down but yeah we realize that everybody is uh they each are looking at uh money as their solution um and they're willing to risk their lives for it because at this point they know this is a life or death game yes they do know now Right now, after playing Red Light, knew, Green Light. They, they knew the very first time the, the dude got shot when they started playing the uh, Red Light, Green Light. They yeah. knew at that point it was a life and death game, and a lot of them panicked. Yeah. So, that, yeah, they were not prepared for what they were introduced no, to. they were not. Yeah, and you got to kind of wonder about the uh, the motivation of these people right. to go back into that, to willingly go back into that situation. Yeah, and I believe most of them did. Right. Now, the rest may eventually show up in the next episode. We don't know that yet. Right. But most of them did come back, which just shows you the the, the place that they're in is just so they're looking at it as, yeah, I'm either going to get killed out here and I'm going to be dead and no money, or I've got a chance to go in there and win this game, or I'll get killed and my, you know, my family is going to get something, maybe. Right. So how do you think that would fall in, uh, you know, since it's, this that's all in Korea, how much, if if something like that were to be um, like an underground thing in the U.S., do you think there's enough people out there that you could find that were desperate enough? Oh, yeah. Or felt that they yeah, felt you, it? I think you could. I think you could. I think there's enough amoral people out there that they just don't care. Right. And you could get them. So, hey, look, you know, and especially if you, you're you're writing the contract as vaguely as they did. Right. You know, it's like, oh, we're going to play some games. And if you get eliminated, you know, you're out of the game. 
which they don't elaborate on it and saying, you know, if you get eliminated, you're going to be killed. You know, right. They don't go into that kind of detail, which I'm kind of wondering how many of these people would have signed the contract if they knew that that was going to be the outcome. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I would say I would, I would, I would venture to say that at least half of them probably, probably would have not wanted to, to, because I mean, once that first person got killed, they all, you know, the crowd went nuts and wanted to get out. They didn't want to be there and they all got killed because they were moving when they weren't supposed to. Right. So, they didn't think that the playing of the games was going to be a life and death thing, which it turned out to be. Right. But now, you know, it's like, it. okay, so, we're playing children's well, games. So, well, what I'm saying is, is if, you know, like I said, if these people knew that that was going to be the outcome, it's like, look, if you lose, you die. Right. Or if you get eliminated, that means you're, you're going to be killed. I don't think, at least I'd say that those, those, the half of those people that ended up dead, in that mass killing shooting part at the first, after the first person gets shot, I dare say those people probably wouldn't have signed that contract to begin with. If it was made absolutely clear to them, if you lose, you're dead. Right. But it's pretty clear to the ones who are coming back this time. Yes, it is. It's incredibly clear to these. I mean, it's it's so not only did they tell them they watched it and had it splattered on them, you know, in their presence. But yeah, mm-hmm. they're still coming back. Yes, they are. So, do you think in, in our country here because that we I, would I, have? I think the reason that they're coming back is because when they looked up and watched all that money fall into that piggy bank, they're like, "Right, that's a lot of money." Yeah. And well, you notice before they did the vote, they dumped all the money <laughs> to yeah. show them. Yeah, that's what's got them all thinking. Right. They, they, like I said, they barely won the vote to go home. Barely. By one point, by one vote. Right. So there was a hundred that was already there that was like, no, I don't even want to leave. Yeah, I want to stay and finish the game. Right. I can't win. But yeah, my point was that you know they're they're so they're so desperate to be financially helped because that's all that they see there is helping them is money. I mean, there's there's nothing else there that's going to help them. But so do no, you think not. here we just have a, a better you know what we call a, a social safety net? Or do you think people would still do it because it's still a whole lot of money? I think you'd get some people in there because it's just a whole lot of money. Right. Some people just like to bet and gamble and risk exactly. it all. This is just the same reason people win the lottery. Right. Or, or, excuse me, not necessarily win the lottery, but want to play the lottery because they want that big payout. And if they think they can go and play a bunch of silly little kids games and win and get the big payout. Right. I can see some people going and doing it. I can see some of your people, your big fat, you know, people that just go in and get the scratch tickets and and stuff like that. I can see them not doing it because uh, I don't think they're motivated enough to do anything. It doesn't matter how, you know, going and scratching the ticket is the, the, the epitome of their motivation, right. hoping that they win, you know, something big. But, uh, yeah, you'd have some people. I think you'd have some people. That would be willing to play, which just shows you how really screwed up our society is. Well, I think we'll definitely have to. Uh, you need to watch episode three, and uh, mm-hmm. I will. Maybe uh, on your next days off because you work what again tomorrow and um, tomorrow. Yeah, Monday, Tuesday I'm working, and Wednesday, Thursday I'm off. I'll try to watch if you can. If you can do two, I say episodes three and four. 
Mm-hmm. If you can squeeze both of those in, we do, we'll do two separate episodes. Oh, well. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. And uh, like we tell everybody every week, um, yeah, you can follow us. Um, go to sociallysensitive.com. Follow us on Instagram or and Twitter and Facebook. And we've got a Facebook group and a Facebook page. And you can listen to our podcast now straight from the Facebook page. Um, without even having to go through another app. But if you do listen to your podcast through Apple Podcast or Spotify or Google Play or Stitcher or all of the, we're on all of the available podcast apps. So um, tell a friend and then we will see you later. See you later, Wolf. See you, Dave. Yep. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive and on Twitter at sociallysense. Thanks again and see you next time. Watch what you say to me Cause I done seen a lot of shit that I can